Show me on the Marvel Universe where he hurt you. You're listening to Irrational Confidence, a conversation podcast about technology, sports, entertainment. This is episode number 24. Boom. The big 2-4. big 2-4. And as you heard with me as always, the David Palmer to my Jack Bauer, it's Brandon. Ooh, nice 24 reference. Yeah, man. I like it. I like it. I yeah, enjoy 24. Good stuff. It, it was good. It's It was definitely, uh, I think, a little ahead of its time. I think it really would have done well now in the binge watching era. Oh, definitely. Um, I think, you know, that's obviously a show you definitely just want to watch the whole season at once since it's literally one day. Speaking of binge watching, did you see the uh, the Netflix apps have been updated to do the uh, the binge watch mode? No. So what yeah. is so what is so that if you're watching mean? a TV show when you get to it's not on Apple TV yet. It's just on the the iPad and iPhone and stuff. When you get to the end of a show, the credits start rolling, and then down at the bottom it says the next episode oh. is such and such. It will start in yep. nine seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I'm doing that with. Uh, I didn't realize that that was a, a new feature, but that's what I've been doing with Thirty Rock. So it'll definitely. Oh, yeah. And that's actually I was thinking about that because it kind of annoyed me that when what was I watching? It's only on. I was watching on Netflix on something else, and it didn't auto play it. I think when I was watching on the on the Apple TV, maybe I don't know. Or yeah, what, probably. It was one. I think it was Apple TV because when I was watching on Xbox, it would automatically go to the next episode, but it wouldn't do that automatically on the Apple TV for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, the update for iPhone and iPad came out. Was it earlier today or late okay. yesterday? I can't remember. But yeah. as far as I can tell, Apple TV still doesn't do it. So. Gotcha. So that yeah, that's what it was because I know because sometimes I watch it on on the Xbox and it would like automatically go to the next one, which is which is awesome. Um, yes, it is. Especially, especially with something like Thirty Rock, which is just like a twenty-one minute episode, and you just you could easily knock out two or three and not even know, what, not even you know, remember what time, time of day it is. Yeah, yeah. I want to start it over. It's yeah, it's it's really cool. I love just uh, you know finding little things that like oh my god, like the other night I was watching it, Dinklage was on, <laughs> you know, random Dinklage episode. Uh, I love Dinklage, but uh, yeah, it's it's a very very good show. So I'm like about maybe three or four episodes into season three right now. Oh, you're moving right along. And well, the second, I mean, the second season's only like, or the f- one of the seasons is really short. I think it was the second season was only like twelve or thirteen episodes because it was the strike. The oh right, the strike shortened season. God, I always forget that that show's been on that long. Yeah, so I think it's like seven seasons, right? Seven seasons. I total? think that's right. Yeah, and they just wrapped up the last one. Yeah, 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 last year, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, looking forward to uh, finishing up with that this summer. Cool, man. So, we got a show. I know, you know. We do have a show. We um, are, this is recording. It's not just you and me talking. Uh, as it usually is. Some people some people talking. are listening, maybe downloading. <laughs> At least one or two people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for this show. I got uh, Scotch in Hand. Excellent. And I've got uh, and the Sox game on the iPad. And belly full of pie. And a belly full of key lime pie. Oh, my God. I hate you. Thank I know. You so much. That <laughs> I was struggling to uh, to make our recording appointment because I was stuffing my face with pie. Wow, that's awesome! Appreciate that. So let's do a show. Let's do this. What do we got? Oh, we, we got, got lots of stuff. We got some news and follow up. I'm assuming we do have some news and follow up. Um, yeah, this is we not should, as much as we usually do. Well, no, but we've got a few things. We just had a. I mean, we just recorded last week. Uh, 
But this is going to be, um, we're going to take a little hiatus for a couple of weeks. So yeah. this is a, this is going to be kind of a big show. We're going to have to wrap up a lot of loose ends, you know. Yeah. Um, we're really going to have to. You know, Hank will be on the toilet by the time we finish this one. Yeah, this is like, uh, you know, this is like Breaking Bad. You know, this is the end of part one. And uh, we're going to start part two in a couple of weeks. So we've really got to, really got to tie it off. <laughs> Pinch it off. <laughs> Pinch it off. <laughs> got to wrap it up. Nice little bow. Wrap it up. Um, I don't know if it comes under news and follow up, but we we put it there. Uh, we have a listener question, a good Ooh. listener question. Yes, uh, that's, let's let's go ahead. I mean, that's considered that's follow up, right? Sure, why not? We're, We're following, following up the up. question that uh, boom that the listener asked. I don't remember how he phrased it, but uh, do you remember how he phrased the question? Uh, he was just wondering our opinions on the biggest rivalries in sports. Right, and this was uh, uh, friend of the show Tim from Chesapeake. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Tim from Chesapeake. I know him. Yes, you 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 are familiar with him. Small town. Small, small town. It's a very small town. There's <laughs> there's four people there that I know. Um, yeah, yeah, so, not, yeah, yeah. Of the of the Italian Jews named Tim that live in Chesapeake, there are of the many Italian Jews <laughs> named Tim that I know. He's he's my favorite one. There you go. There you for, go for sure. Yeah. Um, I, don't, so, I, don't, I don't I don't care uh, what anyone says about him. I like him. <laughs> I don't care what everybody else says. He's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't listen to them. You don't listen to don't them. Don't listen to those jerks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, biggest rivalries in pro sport. Um, I can think of one off the top of my head real quick. Okay, well, let's... Uh, um, I've, got a, I've got a bunch, actually. So I, I've, I, got, I've got several. Let's start... Let's, you want to go by sport? Yeah, let's do that. All right, you want to start yeah. with baseball? Of course I want to start with baseball. Of course you do. All right, so start with baseball. Red Sox-Yankees. Of course. That's a, a huge one. Although, it's it's kind of been a little bittersweet in recent years. Yeah, uh, as the Yankees are super old and the Red Sox have been super terrible, and uh, it's just been a big clusterfuck um, of non-heated uh, nego- you know games that have played between these two. Despite the fact that they play what eighteen, nineteen times uh, yeah. a season. Well, I mean, last year the Sox were were epically horrible, right. and the Yankees didn't have Rivera last year, and and it's, it was just it wasn't great. But um, they didn't have uh, a Rod was out too, right? Most of the year. Yeah, the but hip, most hip Yankees injury. fans are fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> they're just paying him to sit. <laughs> Happily pay him not to play because he's a shit bag. There you go. But I think you can't. Yeah, you can't discount a uh, hundred years of uh, bitterness. So I think yeah, they're, there's they're, a lot of yeah. There's still uh, there's still there's respect. But there's oh, yeah. a lot of bitterness too. A lot of respect, but a lot of bitterness. I mean, you know, just in when we watch it, just in the last ten years, it's still. I mean, it's really. We're now we're at ten years of, uh, you know, of the of the ALCS game with Aaron Boone, and uh, just just ripping our hearts out in those yes, three. That was ten years ago. Yep, yep. So and wow. then uh, and then they went on to uh, to the World Series and lost to the Marlins. Right? Didn't they lose to the Marlins? Um, Pretty sure they lost to the Marlins in the World Series in 03. I think uh, you're right. Yeah. Was uh, Josh Beckett on that team? Josh Beckett, um, Al Leiter was a left, the other Holy another crap. lefty, and I think uh, Sean Figgins. No, maybe Sean Figgins. I don't remember some of those guys. You mean you mean Chone? Yeah, Sean. <laughs> he pronounces it Sean. I pronounce it Chone. Chone. I don't care what he says. Chone. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what the guy says. <laughs> who's it's his actual name? That's like saying. Oh, who is this guy? Nichilas. 
Oh, no, no, no. I pronounce it Nicholas. Oh, whoa, no, no, whoa, no, whoa, no. whoa, 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 whoa. I will tell you how you pronounce your name. I will tell you how to pronounce your name. <laughs> um, but I think, you're, I think if we have to go beyond the Red Sox-Yankees, I think you have, there's another one that you may be a little familiar with. Um, they, the one I can think of is uh, Dodgers and Yankees. Oh, okay. That's, a, that's a kind of an old school rivalry. Really? Now. See, I was yeah. going to say Dodgers Giants. Dodgers Giants is is also. Yeah. I would say that I mean that for that's, me yeah. that's uh, like the Red Sox Yankees of the West. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I can see that. Don't yeah. you think? Okay. Yes. Cuz you hate the Giants. I hate the Giants. I okay. hate the Padres. Um <laughs> why do you why, what good comes from hating the Padres? They're perennially terrible. They are You know you know what the main thing I hate about the Padres is? Okay, I'll boil it down. It's like that's okay. like hating the Blue Jays. I'll boil I'll boil it down for you. I don't hate the Blue Jays. I hate the Blue Jays fans. Um, that's what I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, why do you hate the Padres? Because it's like I hate, hate it's the like Padres hating the Blue Jays because of those goddamn camouflage uniforms they wear. Really? That's it. The uniforms. Yep. That's the main thing. If they didn't wear those uniforms, you'd be fine with them. No, I wouldn't be fine with them. Okay, but that's just your that's your excuse. That's that's what I'm channeling all my anger into. Those camouflage Those uniforms. goddamn camel unis. It shouldn't be legal. Camouflage wow. uniforms. Okay. That's ridiculous. All right, moving on. Um, Who else? What other rivals we, rivalries do bas- we have? Let's go basketball. Basketball. Uh, obviously, Celtics-Lakers. Celtics-Lakers? Yes. Uh, obviously, which is kind of funny now that we're... Celtics everybody? Well, I think I just meant because uh, we're now into the second round of the playoffs. And no Celtics yeah, no and Celtics, no Lakers, no Lakers. So which is funny, but you're def. I mean, you can definitely look to them. I mean, they're got you know Celtics uh, have 17 titles. Lakers, I think, have somewhere around there 17, 18. Uh, when met- did that rivalry start? Did it start like when the Lakers were in Minnesota, or did it start when they? It moved really started. No, it it's really started in the 80s um, with Magic, with Magic and Bird. Yeah, mag- magic, bird, um, but even a little before bird, but um, but really, yeah. So you got like magic and worthy and Kareem on the Lakers. You got Bird, McHale, uh, Parrish. Hey, you tried dragging Walton and Lanier up and down the court. Oh, Sorry, don't even so don't even Kareem. talk to me about. Um, so yeah, so that's still Celtics Lakers, still big big rivalry. I remember, mm-hmm. gosh, just ugh, I hate the Lakers so much. I just I just can't stand them. Uh, so that's that's always going to be there. I think you can you can start to do a little maybe Celtics Heat, but the Celtics really just aren't even that good. I think you're just these last couple of playoffs where they faced each other, and then with Ray Allen moving over to Miami, there's a lot of bitterness there with the Celtics and the Heat, but it's nowhere near the magnitude of a Red Sox Yankees or or a Celtics Lakers. I will also we're uh, in, in the subject of basketball, obviously college basketball. Still, oh, yes. still a uh, a sport as well, and you can't talk about that without Duke North Carolina. Duke UNC, yeah, yep. yeah, huge man. That's that is a big big deal. Even up here, like we live in Virginia, and it's a big deal here. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, that's because UVA stinks, but well, and I think the proximity to Durham too. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that whole Raleigh Durham area, and I think that's that's one of the reasons proximity in itself is the reason why this robbery is what it is. What is it like? Ten miles, ten fifteen miles between campuses. 
in that Raleigh, uh, I have no idea in that in that re, that triangle area of Raleigh Durham and whatever the other city is of the of the other part of the triangle sorry other city the hypotenuse hypotenuse North Carolina <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know what the hypotenuse of that Down, triangle downtown is. hypotenuse but uh, those two schools are super close together so that's really where the rivalry started and uh, I mean they're powerhouse programs and. <laughs> Uh, I know we have a few listeners that feel very strongly on this topic, so oh, we, yeah. we have to uh, we have to mention them in the rivalry. Um, football, football. I know uh, I know you're a big fan of the foosball. I like the foosball. I, I don't follow the foosball as closely as the baseballs, but uh, I do like the foosball. All right, I've got two pro and two college. I got two pro. All right, you go. I didn't even the, think. Of, all right, you okay. Start with I got, pro. I got uh, Cowboys, Redskins. Done. Obvious. Uh, and Bears, Packers. Man, those are my two. Look at boom, that. Boom. Great minds. I, uh, I, um, as some people today, Junior. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I am a, I'm a Bears fan, and so um, Dub Bears. I don't, I don't care for the Green Bay Packers. Dub Bears. But I am completely indifferent to Cowboys Redskins. Yeah, I could go either way. Uh, I actually did go see a Redskins game this past season, um, but uh, I could really, eh. but I feel like if I'm thinking about. In the you know annals of football history, I mean these are definitely the you think about old rivalries, uh, and it's been hard. I mean I knew like years ago, like maybe even just ten years ago, I would have said Colts Patriots when they were still playing in the same division together. I mean I just remember I hated Peyton Manning so much when he was on the Colts. I just couldn't stand him because they played every year. They played twice a year because they were in the same division at that time, and they always played in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that whole, st- you know, for this 10 year stretch. I mean, they were playing the playoffs almost every season. So that was a huge rivalry. But now they're not even, they were not in the same division. And, you know, Peyton now plays in Denver. Um, although it's going to be interesting this season with the Patriots and the Broncos because you have, you have uh, Peyton as a quarterback. And now mm-hmm. you have Wes Welker who went oh, and, right. uh, and took more money to go play with Peyton as opposed to Brady. So that's yeah, going to be. How do you feel about uh, that? I mean. You know, it is what it is. It, they just didn't want to pay him. He's 32, going to be 33, and they didn't want to give him a five-year contract. Um, so they tried to go out and get a younger version of him and Danny Amendola from the Rams, who's 27. How's and, that going to work out? I mean, we'll see, right? So, I mean, they, they they drafted a couple wide receivers. They signed a bunch of free agent wide receivers, and they're going to just throw them all to the Wolves and see, uh, see who, you know, survives uh, and can... <laughs> You know, learn the playbook. That's always been the most difficult part for some of these rookie wide receivers is learning the the Brady playbook. It's pretty complicated. So, but we got more problems than that. We got it looks like Rob Gronkowski is going to going in for his fourth arm surgery, which is awesome. Oh my God. Yeah, they got to like replace the plate that they replaced with another plate from the other time. That's crazy. Yeah, it's he, he's he's pretty it's pretty messed up. So See, I'm just have the arm taken off. Yeah, he doesn't. Or maybe need you could it. get a bionic arm. Yeah, we have the technology. We can make it better. We can. Uh, we can make it better. So those are really the two big ones, I would say, for football. College uh, football, though. Yeah. Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan, Ohio State's a big, big deal. one. I actually just saw a car the other day that had that uh, said "I hate Ohio State" was the license plate, and it was Michigan Wolverines all over the car. Uh, can I just say that um, as much as I dislike Ohio State, I hate Michigan. Yeah. But let me tell you why. Because when I was in high school, our fight song was the Michigan fight song, and I had to uh, play that and listen to it for four damn years straight, and I hate it. I hate that song. What is it, what's that song again? Can I hear it? Uh, no. I want you to go find it and play it. All right, I'll put it in. Okay, cool. 
was a good song. No. Nope. Why nope. not? That it's was terrible. Good. Hate it. There was nothing wrong Hate with that. It. There's a lot wrong with that. Yeah, I think I think you have. Other, <laughs> you try playing it for four years straight. I think there's some other there's some other memory associated with that that you're not wanting to bring out in this therapy session. Um, there's something I'm, there's I'm something that's tied to that. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. pressing something. You're repressing or whatever. Um, I'm doing some sort of pressing. Some sort of pressing, and, and it's and it's a lot. M- multiple presses. Multiple presses. In uh, Auburn, Alabama. Oh yeah, that's a big one. The Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl. So, what about? Um, it's probably not as big a deal because the teams aren't very good. But what about uh, Army Navy? Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I, guess, I, I wouldn't I guess say it's as big a deal. If you're Army Navy, I think. If you're Army Navy, yeah. Right. I think more people like. You know, I think that's more a big deal to them. I think the Michigan, Ohio State, and the Auburn, Alabama. Oh, kind those of, are definitely yeah. They trans they transcend a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then finally hockey. And now, while I'm not a, I avid, a question mark by I'm not hockey. an avid hockey watcher, but I do, you know, from all of the people that I follow on the Twitterverse and the, everyone the, that's Boston related, the um, Ducks, right? The the well, Anaheim Ducks. What about them? The, the Mighty Ducks. They're yeah, they're big deal. Oh, okay. I have no idea. I don't follow oh. hockey at all. Um, well, I know the Bruins, the and Bruins, the, Leafs. the Bruins, and the Canadiens apparently oh, the Canadians. have the Montreal Canadiens have apparently have a big rivalry because they've faced each other more than any other team in the history of hockey. Oh wow! I so know that. yeah, and if no one's going to fact check that because no one watches hockey, but that's true. <laughs> I I read that. I wrote it down and I read it. There you go. So, uh, did we wrap that up and put a bow on about, biggest about, sports rivalries? Uh, Major League Soccer. Uh, so, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to talk about, like, uh, WNBA? Man- Manchester United and all those? The, the manager Euro- of Manchester Euro United just retired, or he's announced his retirement. I thought, uh, I thought our, our, you know, I thought Henry had a stake in, was it, is it Manchester United or is it Real? Is it Real? What is our? I have no idea, but yeah, he owns like one of those teams. Because he was like trying to. That was his whole big thing is he's trying to do this fire sale, and that's why he was doing all this turnover and uh, with the Red Sox because he was trying to just sell, sell, sell everything. I didn't know what I team. No I don't remember what team it was though. Wow, soccer, this is awful. Soccer's dumb. Terrible. You know who likes soccer? You know Eric, who likes soccer? Eric Bolin. Kyle Flory. It does. So he doesn't like Halloween fun, and he plays soccer. He likes soccer. I don't know if he plays it. He used to play it when he had long hair. That's right. He had the soccer cut. Yeah, soccer. Like, that haircut and a pair of umbros. There like you go. You do that needs to, that needs to go on. We need to get that picture for his Twitter page. <laughs> yes, at, exactly. You can as always. We need you to can start f- a new. You can follow. Uh, you can follow him at, at Stupid Kyle, which is actually a real guy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Keep, every time you do it, I'm like, you know, that's a real guy, right? Yeah, he never tweets. He hasn't tweeted in like three years. Uh, so it's basically it basically means it reverts back to the public if you haven't tweeted that yeah it's in the public domain there you go well good so there you go sports rivalries we mentioned a bunch there yeah I can't think of any other like significant sports if you guys want to chime in on that just uh, you know tweet us at EarconPod which with hashtag hashtag rivalries and uh, let us know what we missed and we'll talk about it in several weeks (laughs) in part two (laughs) Oh my goodness, yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah, we wrapped that up. Awesome. Next. Uh hey, did you know that this summer is the uh perennial WWDC Worldwide Developers Conference in San Francisco? 
Is this a, is this where they release new stuff? Is this where they release new um, stuff? I want, they have. Well, I want my new iMac. I want my. I mean, my new MacBook. I know you do. They they sometimes release new stuff and they sometimes don't. Um, no. Well, okay. So okay. So WWDC, you're not gonna go because it's well, it's June 10th through the 14th, but the tickets are all no, sold dude, out. That's that's the day after the mutter. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. gonna be so done. You're, yeah, you're gonna be. You need I'm, to recuperate. I'm epically um, done. Yeah. There is. They don't really release how many tickets they sell, like the the number, but it's a, people guess around five thousand people. And the tickets this year sold out in. Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down? Six seconds. Seventy-one seconds. Wow. How is that even possible? I don't know, but they sold out all the tickets in seventy-one seconds. That's probably they probably used bots. I think it's bots. Yeah. I have no idea. It has, um, it has to be bots. It smells. So, it smells of bots. So for the, it's it reeks of bots. <laughs> it reeks of bots. Um, uh, for those who don't know, WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference, is a conference for developers uh, for the Apple platforms, uh, Mac and iOS. Um, and normal people do not go to this because it costs a fortune to go. And of course, you find out this is you know beginning of May, and people just found out about it. So you've got a month before you're going. So the plane tickets cost a fortune and the hotels sell out super fast. And so normal people don't go to this, but it is a big deal. There'll be a keynote with uh, Tim Cook and there'll be lots of like, um, where it's in San Francisco. It's in San Francisco. It is where, at the yeah. Moscone center. The what? The Moscone center. I don't know much about, it. I've never been to San Francisco. So uh, it's a lovely place. I highly recommend it. If I've you have the good. means, I've heard if you've, if you visited, that makes you special. It does. Um, it does. It's a nice place. It leaves you feeling warm and fuzzy. Yeah. So this is a like it's five days. It's there's a keynote at the beginning, and then there's all these um, uh, it, they're like seminars basically, like different tracks. So there's like a track for iOS. So like if you develop for the iPhone or the iPad, you can follow this track and go to all these seminars. And if you develop for the Mac, you can do these other ones. Um, but it's really neat and a lot of really cool information comes out of it. And the other cool thing is if you have a developer account, which I actually don't because I don't want to pay the $99, then you can go online and you can watch all the videos. Even if you didn't go, you can watch the videos of all the stuff. But, um, but the important thing for us semi-normal people is the keynote where if there is something announced, if there's new hardware, right in a MacBook, if there's a new MacBook, if, if they decide that they're going to announce the retina ipad mini they'll do it at the keynote so some of us i'm not naming names me uh listen to the or follow the live blog so that they can watch the keynote uh let's pay attention to the keynote live they've started re- just recently they've started live streaming stuff so they might li- they might live stream the keynote when is that when's the cool. keynote that should be on june 10th okay so i'm good i'm which, off that i'm off that day that's mutter recovery day mutter recovery so what, what day of the week is it june the 10th, monday june 10th the Monday uh, I am working, so I will be listening to it. Um, <laughs> um, so we really don't know what to expect. Um, it's probable that they'll see the next, um, version of Mac OS 10 and it will be 10.9. They probably will see that to developers. Um, so we might get like some leaked information about new features and stuff. Um, and they may see iOS seven, to developers, which would be really cool because this is the first one where Johnny Ive is in charge of the whole deal. Which so, which one is he? Is he the Asian? He's no, no, the Asian. Is, is he the bald dude? 
He is, yeah, he shaves his head. He's the English guy. Yeah, it yeah, says yeah. aluminium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So guy. he's in charge of the of the whole deal now, and so um, people are really excited to see the changes he's made. Cheerio. Um, so it's supposed to be really cool. We don't know if there will be any new hardware. I kind of think that if there is, it will be along, like you said, the MacBook line. You're probably not going to see new iPads or new iPad minis or care. iPhones at this. I don't care. I want a Retina MacBook, and I want it now. If I had to guess, you are probably going to see, if you see hardware, it will probably be Retina MacBook. Mm. MacBook Pro or Mac- MacBook Air. MacBook Air. Retina MacBook yeah. Air might be nice. Yes. I haven't, so, I'm still kind of on the fence, like, about Air versus MacBook, MacBook yeah. Pro. Like, I just, like, for so, what I'm doing with it, it's like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if the MacBook Air, it'd be nice to have, a, like, a computer that freaking light and power, yeah, powerful, really that light. powerful, but that light at the same time. That's, I don't know. I can't decide. I can't decide. Too many choices. Um, I'll get so both. Just give me both. When is your, when is your uh, trip this summer? Uh, my trip to South Africa is August. If it all goes through, I actually haven't had bought plane tickets yet, but it's, I'm hearing that everything's going to be a go. Hopefully is, uh, August 10th to the 24th. So you will have two months between WWDC and your trip. True. So, you know, even if they do like, okay, we're announcing these in there, they will be out in two weeks. You should have plenty of time to make your decision. So. Yeah, I I wouldn't expect anything like revolutionary um hardware wise, but I I could definitely see them doing some MacBook Pros retina. So. Cool. Boom. So we will uh we will discuss that. Uh, uh a new iPhone sure. 5S. 5S is is entirely possible, but I don't think they're going to announce it at WWDC. Okay. I think they will have a special event for that sometime in say September ish gotcha so or maybe even october or um august but probably september like what they used to the time frame they used to have the ipod updates yeah like yeah like around labor day ish yep gotcha cool 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 so they will probably if i had to guess and this is just a guess they will do separate events for the i for the new iphone and a separate event for like say a retina ipad mini or something like yeah. that yeah well because i think they like i mean that september time frame was always a really nice one for them because then they could in august they would have all those crazy back to school sales yeah and offer and be able to give out the old technology and yep. then would immediately turn around in september and say ha 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 exactly yeah we have new stuff for the exact same price ha 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 and that's an <laughs> it's also an excellent reason why they do the macbooks the the notebook computers in the summer because they know kids are going back to college late summer is perfect buying time for laptops. So, yeah. So there you go. WWDC. We will, we will cover it in full or in part, whichever we feel like after it happens. Boom. Boom. Uh, are we, are we good? Are we ready for TV? I think we're ready for TV. What okay. Do you think? Real quick. For completeness, we uh, we did talk on uh, some previous episodes about some TV shows and kind of them being on the fence about them getting renewed for next season or whether they're going to get canceled. Uh, so if we've got some resolution in that respect. 
you will be happy to hear that today Parks and Rec was renewed for a sixth season. Yes. So we will get our sixth season. That makes me very uh, happy. It should, and it should make everybody happy. If you're not watching this show, then you are missing out on some great television. It is really good. You can catch up on Netflix. Uh, the first four seasons are on Netflix. The fifth Push season. through that first season. Yes. You'll get through it. Don't, yeah, exactly. It's Yeah, get through the first season. It's not. It's only like what six episodes. It's yeah. It's, it's real short, and it's all uphill from there. Yeah, they were really trying to figure out what the show was about. Uh, get through that second season. It starts to get really good once they get Brandanowitz off the show. And uh, yeah, he was a downer. Yeah, he major Debbie Downer. But it's a once fi- Rob Lowe and oh, um, Adam li- Scott show up. It's yes. it's on. He is literally one of my favorite parts of the show. Uh, him and Chris Pratt, but it's just, it's just a great show. It's such a funny show. And, and I know we've talked before that I don't, you know, I'm not, don't watch a lot of comedies live uh, evidenced by what we talked about earlier with 30 rock. But once I, you got me to start watching 30 or start watching parks and rec on a binge watch last summer, there was just no going back or maybe it was two years ago. I don't remember. Um, but there was no going back and it's, it's phenomenal. So I would recommend take this summer. Um, and we can probably, I think that might be a good topic, uh, to, to delve into a little bit more, you know, not necessarily in this episode is, you know, summer binge watching because, you know, as we're wrapping up here the month of May with, with series that are on, uh, maybe that's something we can tackle on a future episode when we come back. So, so look, I just previewed that. Look at that. Look at that teaser. Look at the teaser there. So Parkinson rec renewed. Now we go to canceled. Oh, I want want to make sure you're sitting down because these are really going to upset you. Oh, it's me. I'm sitting down. Okay. Whitney was canceled. Um, I know you don't. Yeah, I know. I know it's your favorite show. Guys with kids canceled. Oh, up breaking all, my heart. Up all night canceled. Oh, which super shocker, by the way, because remember when we talked about the fact that the, not only did the show creator leave, but then Christina Applegate <laughs> left the show and the stars all left. They, they switched from a single camera to a multi-camera, uh, like mid season. That's terrible. So, yeah, it's no surprise there. Up all night gone. And finally, 1600 pen. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> goodbye. I can't imagine why. It only took seven minutes for me to laugh at a comedy. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, so there you go. There's some wrap-up there with some TV shows. Um, at... Uh, at time of... Uh, at time of recording, uh, we're still waiting to hear about Hannibal and Community on NBC... So we'll we'll see what happens with those shows. Yeah, stop uh, watching Hannibal. Yeah, we haven't. We watched the first episode, and then we had that quandary where it, it wouldn't load it onto Hulu, and so we yeah. we pulled two more off on demand, and they're sitting on the DVR. And my wife has been binge watching Veronica Mars, so we haven't watched anything together in a very long time. So there you go, <laughs> like you do. Like you do. Binge watch Veronica Mars. She got you know she's all into this you know the Kickstarter thing, and it's going to be a movie. So uh, our friend Katie from Chesapeake had all the this TV series. So she uh, friend of the show. She yeah. had it. My wife had a staycation last week. And oh, I love she, a staycation. She I did lit- one last year. She literally watched like two seasons of Veronica Mars, and they're and they're twenty two. They're twenty one, twenty two episodes at forty five minutes a pop. So she was tearing through some TV. She crushed it. She crushed it hard good for her, which good was good. Cause it was like a really, really shitty week for me at, at work. So it was good for her to be busy with stuff. Awesome. So, uh, anyway, so that's, uh, that's think that's it for news and follow up, bro. Believe it or not, only 31 minutes. Wow. We it's are like a record we're for streamlining, us. Streamlining, man. We're, we're just, tearing it up. Mm, 
All right, agenda time. Agenda time. Dude, Iron Man. You saw Iron Man. I did see Iron Man. You have not seen Iron Man. I have not seen Iron Man. I have been unbelievably busy with stuff. Okay, so, so let's start here. Have you seen Iron Man 1 and yes. or Iron Man 2? Yes. Okay, did you watch either of them in the theater? I watched both of them in the theater. Okay, so that being said, you need to go see Iron Man 3 in the theater. Okay. Uh, I think it's I think it's one of the best, if not the best, Iron Man um, wow, and and this is I mean, for a couple different there's some things I didn't like about it too, and and I'll talk about that, but I just thought it was written perfectly for what you want it to be, and that's a start mm-hmm. a summer start. It's a great time to have that movie come out early May, uh, that popcorn movie where you just tr- go in there and you want to have a good time and see some great special effects and laugh a little bit, but really get into the story. And I think yeah. Iron Man hits on every one of those. I mean, you're not going to pay you know, $10 to go see Hangover. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to go pay 10 bucks to go see <laughs> no. Hangover 3, but no, I will go pay to see Iron Man in IMAX because it's worth it. The, the vis- so you did go see it in IMAX? I saw an IMAX 3D because it was the okay. only, we had to go see it in that option, yeah, and it was worth it. It was, it was, okay. it was exceptional, and uh, the, the effects were phenomenal. They really, I mean, you could feel that it was a sequel of a sequel. You know, they're trying to one-up. You know, the mm-hmm. the second one and one up the first one with like more Iron Man stuff, more Iron Man's and, and Iron Man three, more irony. Yeah, more iron iron and and, and I won't spoil some of the things, but uh, but they definitely try to one up. Um, there's some really cool twists in there. I thought Ben Kingsley was phenomenal. He he had a really cool role. Uh, He's such a good actor as the Mandarin. Oh. Yeah, and so you'll you'll really like his his part in it. Uh, Guy Pierce actually did a really nice job. As uh, the like as the other villain, so I uh, I enjoyed his character as well. Uh, but I think so. Here's where here here's where we're at with with the third one. It it was really you know obviously so Iron Man one is your origin story, right? Yes. Okay. Iron Man two is your I I I labeled it I am Iron Man. No, it's the it's the self actualization the self realization at the end of Iron Man 1, where he's like, I am Iron Man, and I'm not going to be afraid to let the world know. And so movie two was dealing with that. And, and how does that, how does it come to play when the, when the public knows who Iron who the guy is in the suit and and how does he deal with that? And so that was, that was two. So it was a lot more celebrity, a lot more notoriety. It was a lot more flash, you know, pomp and circumstance with Iron Man and the suitcase and all this stuff. And so, the third one is I, I titled it "Stripping Down the Hero." It's kind of oh, like yeah. oh you okay oh you yeah brown chicken wow wow uh it was brown chicken brown cow uh, <laughs> oh uh, I think it was Superman two do you watch I know you don't you're not huge on uh, superheroes with like magical powers and stuff no but I'm not did you watch the Superman movies the original the original saw. I think I've seen the first one several times okay. and I think I've seen the second one a couple of times. I think it was Superman two was the one where he didn't, he wanted to give up his powers because he was in love with Lois and he wanted to be normal. So he gave up his powers and he became human. Mm-hmm. And so you saw like half the movie, him dealing with him being, him being human so that's really what this third movie is about it's about stripping down the hero and what and so there's a big chunk of the movie about what happens when he can't be iron man and I, i'll leave it at that 
and just okay. like but it's a really interesting arc and it's one i really enjoyed and that's where you really got get into more about the character and some of the writing and how he plays with some of these other characters that they introduce um to kind of help him through this you know this transition uh you can definitely see i mean you definitely see the acts playing out for his act one and then act two is this you know trying to figure out who he really is mm-hmm. and then back to act three as he's trying to to get back to where he to where he wants to go in the future um the one issue I had with this movie was I felt like throughout a number of times, at least three or four times, uh, different parts in the movie that they were really were trying to there. There was a lot of forced references to the time to the timeline of the Marvel Universe and, yeah. and making and them making a point to make sure the audience was comfortable and or understood where this story happened in relation to Avengers Oh, they don't need to do that. Right. And so there was a lot, there was a few different forced Avengers references. Now, some of them was, you know, kind of, it plays into what's going on with, uh, Robert Downey's character, uh, and how he's uh, being affected post Avengers and what happened to him in, in the end of Avengers Mm -hmm. where he almost died. And uh, spoiler alert, I don't know why you should, everyone should have seen Avengers. It's an amazing movie. I haven't seen it. Oh my God. Really? Really? Wow. You should it's okay. You should see Avengers, man. I, I know. I want to. It's on my list. Wow. Well, I need to send. I'll need to send that to you. I haven't seen Thor either. Oh, no, don't stop! Stop <laughs> it! You're hurting me. I knew oh, that would get you. Gosh, show me on the Marvel <laughs> universe where he hurt you. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you haven't seen Thor. It's so it's good. In my Kenneth, queue. Kenneth Branagh. It's on Netflix for God's sake. I know it's in my queue. It's Kenneth, at the top of my queue. I just haven't gotten Kenneth to it. Branagh directed it, man. It's really oh, good. I do like the Branagh. Ah, uh, so anyway, watch Avengers. Have you seen his version of Hamlet? It's really good. Uh, no, I have not. Is that the one with Mel Gibson? No, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's the one that's well acted. So I thought like. The, a lot of timeline questions within the Marvel universe that I felt like they they felt they had to address, which mm-hmm. I think for for someone that's just a casual, you know, someone that's going to watch the movies that maybe isn't as into it as I as I am, or some of these people that are really into the Marvel universe and watching all these movies, it, it may be fine, but it just kind of it kind of bugged me a little bit that there was just you know these forced references thrown in there. It kind of took my mind away from what was happening in the Iron Man story. Yeah, they don't need to do that, because if yeah. you're a big fan, you're going to know that stuff, and mm-hmm. if you're not, you're not going to care. Right, exactly, but I think that they were just worried that people were going to be like, well, if this happens right after Avengers, why aren't the other guys coming to help him, and how is he in this world now, and with no, oh, you know, so so anyway, um, but other than that, I thought it was a really good movie. I mean, it's a, if you're going to see Iron Man 3, you know, I mean, most of the time, you've like you said, you've seen one, you've seen two. You know, you're not going to see it. You're going to see it because you know you like the first two, and if you like the first two, you're going to like the third one. And I actually, I mean, I liked it a little bit more. I thought it was really well done, and I mean, it it could just as easily have gone the other way. You know, mm-hmm. you've seen a lot of these movies that drag on and go one, two, three, four, or whatever, and they just get worse. But I actually enjoyed Iron Man three. That's awesome. So I will, yeah. I'll give it a a one thumb up for me, and we'll see what you think when you see it. I'll give it a tentative thumbs up, um, only because um, I am going to go see it probably next week. Okay, and um, the reviews I read of it were, they said it was great. Yep. So I, I mean, I really like it. Aside from that one little quip I have, and I mean, obviously it's a minor one, but that's that's the only issue I had with it. Other than that, I thought it was exactly what you wanted to be in a third movie of the franchise. You know, awesome. Um, and so it leaves it kind of no Ewoks. 
No Ewoks. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, so I think, uh, you know, they left the forest moon out. So I think you're good to go. Uh, a good decision making. Yeah. I will, I will say, uh, as I'm sure you're well aware, make sure you, uh, stay till the end of the movie. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. I swear, this is like the you know fifteenth Marvel movie I've seen in the theater, and there's still people that walk out. Even I know you stay, and and I'm I'm notorious for all right credits. Let's get out of here. Where are you going, people? People, do you know what movie you pay to see? You know, this (laughs) isn't Puss in Boots. Like, (laughs) you need to stay. Did you go see Puss in Boots in the theater? No, but I did. uh, I think I saw like. The second Shrek in the, th- or maybe even the third Shrek in the theater. I don't remember. Wow, wow. I don't remember. That was a long time ago, and there were a lot of people. <laughs> but that was a long time ago. Okay, so um, so go you see, liked it. So go see Iron Man. Next, go see, go see it. Liked Iron Man. Like I said, nice start to the summer movies. And next up, start- well, let me ask you a question okay. real quick, real super super fast. Um, Pepper Potts. Oh, very nice. You will okay. Pepper Potts. Goes places that she has never gone before, mm. and 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 I I just I'm, I'm speechless because you will uh, she becomes a much bigger player in this movie than either of the two combined, and uh, and you the will, weird thing this is so weird my wife doesn't get this I don't find Gwyneth Paltrow that attractive, but when she's Pepper Potts mm. she, there's something I. Mm. There you go. There's your cost. Mm. There's your costume next year. I'm gonna uh, be Pepper Potts. <laughs> I met your wife, dude. I'm gonna be Jarvis. There's a <laughs> there's another uh, Jarvis has a Jarvis has a tough time in this movie. So oh, you're gonna have to Jarvis. you're gonna have to watch. Um, there's another female uh, playing opposite her in this movie. Did you ever watch The Town? Did you ever see The Town? The town, the is Boston. That, uh, that's the, the Boston bank robber movie. Yes, I did see that. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is. The woman who plays the the lead in that, not not Blake Lively, but the brunette or the dark haired girl that was in the bank, you the know? supposed victim. Yes, she's yes. in. She plays a role in Iron or in Iron Man, and I like was sitting there for ten minutes trying to think about it, and. Uh, where have I seen? I was this like, girl? I was like the town, and then the people I was there with were like, I never saw that, and I was like, dear God, what is wrong with you people? I know, seriously. So Good yeah, movie. go see Iron Man. You'll like it. I promise. Stay to the end. And uh, next up, I will be seeing Star Trek Into Darkness. Yes. Before I go on vacation, I go on vacation on the 18th, and I will be going to see it on the 17th before I leave. I have to fit that and Iron Man in. Mm. Uh, cause I've got, I've got a date to see the, uh, the great Gatsby. Oh, I'm not hearing great things about that, bro. It doesn't matter. I know. I understand. I understand. It doesn't matter. You, so you report back on that and, uh, I will. yeah, this is a busy month. This is a busy movie month. And then, you know, I come back from vacation. It's fast and the furious, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it. it is too fast. Yep. Too, too, fa- furious. too fast. Too, too furious. furious. You can't handle the furious. I I cannot handle the furious. <laughs> I can't. I can very, barely handle the fast. Ah, uh, you know it is what it is. Some some can. You know those who can't go slow. <laughs> Words of wisdom. <laughs> if you can't go fast, go slow. Go slow. If you can't go furious, then go 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 gently you know, into that good. Go gently into that good night. Yeah, exactly. Just don't go furious. You know it's all right. Sorry. Where are we going with this? I don't know. All right, we're, we're doing poetry. This is uh, like, you know. <laughs> it's uh, Poetry Slam. Fast and Furious yeah, it's, Poetry it's, Slam. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, Taylor Down Under. 
uh, Russell Simmons. Yeah, Monday night, poetry night, TDU. <laughs> yeah, that was some good poetry. <laughs> good stuff. All right, so what are, what are, oh, our big topic. We do have a, a, a rather large topic. Uh, maybe not in terms of length of time, but I think just... Well, it's ch- not how long it is, it's how you use it. Wow, there you go. That's the words of wisdom I'm talking about. Boom. All right, what are we talking about, Nicholas? We're talking about comics. Oh, nerd alert. Nerd alert. I wrote a post. Well, before I wrote it, I asked if anybody actually gave a damn about listening to me or reading my opinions about comics. And friend of the show, Katie from Chesapeake, said she wanted to hear it. So Yeah, and I honestly was like, when you wrote that, I was like, eh. To myself, I was like, you know, no offense, but I was like, no, I have no interest. Yeah. Initially. And that's a big part of it, because like my if you can call it that, my audience for my blog consists of about, well, it's the same people that listen to this. And so I figured most of them probably wouldn't care, but I wrote it and, um, and I got a good response. People kind of liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. It opened up, you know, obviously while I'm not, I haven't been a big, you know, comic reader in, in my years. I mean, obviously I, I enjoy, we just talked about these Marvel movies and obviously they're from comic books and, you know, not in just Marvel, but in DC with Batman, like you talked about in your post, uh, you know, so I have a lot of appreciation for those, for those topics and your, um, your comics post was very well written and very interesting, especially just coming from somebody who doesn't know a lot about that, that world. And, and so I really, uh, I really enjoyed learning something that I didn't know. You know, a lot of times you'll, you know, when you read something, a lot of times you're reading, whether it's an article on a blog or, on a website, it's something that you've got some general interest in and you know something about. And so it's just a different take. But right. this was, in this case, it was just something I had known nothing about. And I was like, okay, I'm going to read this because my, you know, my, my boy wrote it. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. This is a really interesting uh, subject that I really had you know, knew nothing about prior to. Um, and then it was funny because like all this stuff happens, you know, kind of together. So you, you put that thing out there on Twitter, you wrote this post um, and then right about this, that same time, I watched a trailer for RIPD, which we, yeah. which is this new movie with Ryan Reynolds and, uh, uh, the dude, what's his name? The um, dude, Jeffrey Lebowski. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm blanking um, on his name. Shit. The dude, he's the dude. So, um, Oh, it kills me. Anyway, so it's called. He's they're part of the Rest in Peace Department, and I thought I watched the trailer, and I was kind of meh on the trailer. I was very meh, but on the I really I was intrigued by the concept. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. There you go. God. So I was intrigued. Oh. God, how did we miss the Bridges? We should the Bridges we should be plan. shot for not knowing his name. <laughs> Ridiculous. So I was really intrigued by the storyline, though, and I was like, okay, it's actually a pretty cool storyline. They didn't mess it up with the movie. Uh, you know, kind of like Ghostbusters meets Men in Black, kind of ish. Um, yeah. But so I, was, I thought it. I, I thought it was uh, True Grit meets Men in Black. Yeah, there you go. So I <laughs> looked up on the interwebs and I was like, oh, this was a comic slash graphic novel, which is another question I have about the difference between those. But um, I uh, I was like, okay, let me. I read a little bit about it and I was like, wow, this sounds really interesting. So I was like, oh, let me uh, let me see how I can look at this and read this and see if I like it. So that's how I got my first comic. Yeah. So I started reading that, and it's 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 good. It's different. I've never really read comics like that, and it was really cool in the digital format, but I'll let you kind of get into all that stuff, and, yeah, and I'll play I, off of it. 
I just to talk about that particular one. I I have, um, is it the first issue is free in that one? I can't remember. It was only ninety nine cents or something for RIPD. Yeah, yeah, I was, can't remember. Yeah. I got the first issue. I just haven't read it yet. Yeah, it's ninety nine cents, but it's it's surprisingly cents. you can't get through a lot of content in twenty three. It's the, so the first no. the first issue is twenty three pages, and literally it's like the trailer for RIPD the movie. Yeah. That is the That's first the thing about some of these comics is, you know, it's 23 pages, but like you fly through those pages. Yeah. Cause it's usually in, in, you know, with this comic, it's like two or two or three storylines going on. And so they're just trying to introduce it. And, and so literally it was like the trailer for RIPD was that first issue. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. I need to buy another issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I paid 99 cents to see this. Well, I think the second one was a dollar 99. So that's yeah, how, that's, that's, how they, typical. that's how they get you. Yeah, so um, I guess how do we start talking about like some of the comics I read and yeah, I just thought it was like so you told me about Dark Horse, which is a which is how yeah. I got RIPD, and I, so that's the thing I really like is because there's other you know you talked about Batman, I'm sure you get into that, but like RIPD was on there and Hellboy, they have Hellboy on there, and I Hellboy, actually really yeah. like the Hellboy movies. I'm I'm gonna throw that out there and say I enjoyed Hellboy, and uh, and I know at least one other listener has an appreciation for Hellboy Two: The Golden Army, which actually isn't a bad movie, Nicholas. Um, it's uh, I, I can't comment. I haven't seen any of the Hellboy movies or read any. They're of not comics. bad if you like. It's you know if you like comic book movies and and you might like it, him because it's not so much a superhero as he is a demon. So the Hellboy is just a is a demon from uh, from hell, and he was brought up through the. So it's not just a cute name. There you go. So he's this little like yeah he was he's a special kind of devil or whatever that they that Hitler in the in the Nazi times, um, which you know if you read your book you would know about. Um, oh, I know all about Hitler. <laughs> they. Uh, they brought him through this portal or whatever. And then, so that's how he gets into this world. So he's just like, it's weird, but, um, but it's, it's an interesting, uh, sounds like the, uh, bizarro captain America. Kinda, kinda. It's along those same lines, along those same lines of like, yeah, red, you mean like just... red skull from captain America, red skull. Yeah. The Hugo, skull. The Hugo, exactly. Hugo weaving character. Yeah. Oh, you did not see that movie. I did see that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. You saw, and, uh... how, you saw, you saw captain America, but you didn't. Yeah. But you didn't see Thor. Nope, didn't see Thor. What is wrong with you? Did you go see Captain America in the theater? Uh I don't remember mm. if I saw it in the theater or if I Netflixed it. I probably saw it in the theater. Okay. I might have gone with Kyle. Mm. But you didn't see Thor. No, I didn't see Thor. Uh, my list. And the Avengers. Yeah, I know that list. Yeah, I haven't seen the Avengers. Oh my gosh. We gotta work on this this summer. This summer, I gotta. That's your, we gotta come up with a new bet. And if you lose the bet, you have to watch Thor and Avengers back to back. I want to watch them anyway. That's fine. I wanted to go see GI <laughs> Joe. Then I'll. I what wanted, I'll do is I'll put a drinking game with it. I wanted Zed on my Twitter page. Oh yes, you did. You wanted the Star Wars. I know. I wanted. Yes, I All did. Right, so so talk about rewatchable. so talk about your comics comics okay. world nerd alert. So, um, so yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this and you want to get into reading comics, um, the easiest way to do it, if you have an iPhone or an iPad is to go on the app store, download Comixology and Dark Horse Comics. They're both free apps. And I would say in terms of volume, Comixology is like the Coke and Dark Horse is like the Pepsi. Um, they're both really good, but 
Comixology is going to have a lot more on it. Um, so can you get on Comixology? So there's an app for that one too. Isn't it? Yeah, Comixology. The th- the difference is Dark Horse only has Dark Horse comic. Right. Yeah, because you can't get any of the Marvel. Yeah, Comixology basically has everybody else. Okay. In one app, I'm gonna down- and I'm then, gonna download Comixology right now. It's a really good. There's a lot of stuff on it. The only downsides that I find to Comixology is, um they don't have as many free previews as like dark horse. You can basically free preview anything and it'll give you like, you know, two or three pages with, um, comicsology. Instead of doing that every once in a while, you'll see like, these are the free comics that are available right now. And they will be like issue one of whatever. And they'll give you a whole issue for free. And, but it's just not as often. Um, so go get those. I almost, a hundred percent, almost a hundred percent of the comics I read are in those two apps. I do have some where I've bought the graphic novel. Um, so can we stop right now and yes. talk about and talk about that? What, talk about the difference between the word comics, comic, and graphic novel. Are they like interchangeable, or is no a graphic novel in, in general? And I'm sure there are people who pay way more attention to comics than I do, and will say I'm completely wrong about this because I don't, I don't like, like go on like comic book forums and discuss this with people or anything. But from what I can tell, the difference is a comic is like one issue, like, you know, usually 20, 23 pages, 24 pages, something like that. And then sometimes you can get them like the way I um buy some of them is you'll get a trade paperback, which is not really a graphic novel. It's, it's like graphic novel length, but instead of being all one story, it's like six or eight of the comics in one book. Whereas a graphic novel is like purposely written to be a long narrative, not broken up into into individual comics. Okay. So like Watchmen is Ugh. a graphic novel. Terrible movie. Terrible movie. The graphic novel is excellent. Um... I have the, I actually have that one in paper and it's really good. Um, uh, Dark Knight Returns, uh, is a graphic novel. Really good. Um, uh, a really good, uh, movie that a lot of people didn't like. I like the movie, but, um, uh, From Hell, the Jack the Ripper story. Oh yeah. Oh, that was, no, uh, yeah. The movie's not bad actually. I like, I thought it was a great movie. Uh, we watched it. Um, I mean, it's definitely doesn't, it doesn't hold up as much as it, you know, from no. when it came out. We, when we got back from London, uh, my wife and I like binged watched on a bunch of different London movies. And I think, I think one of them was from, hell. I think it's great. Yeah. One of them was, well, that's one of them was, huh? from, one of them was from hell. And I'm trying to think of some of the other London movies we watched. I don't remember now, but we watched like at least three or four movies based in London. It's good watching. There you go. Can't go wrong. Um, so yeah, the, the, the movie doesn't follow the comic as closely as it probably could, but the thing is the graphic novel from hell is I don't know how many pages it is, but I have it on my shelf and it's probably three inches thick. Mm. It's enormous. And it's all uh like, it's not in color. It's all in black and white and it's all like in sketches instead of like fully inked out panels. So it can be hard to read. The lettering is really like scratchy and hard to read. And it's in like, you know, London accents and it's really hard to like figure out what they're talking about and stuff. But it is a really good book if you can like, you know, dive in and get into it. Um, But yeah, graphic novel is like, it was 
originally meant to be in a long form, you know, many, many pages instead of broken up into, you know, monthly comics. Um, so cool. I appreciate that answer. Cause I mean, I could, I, I, could like be I was wrong being about, insulted. Like, the, I was afraid I was being insulting if I didn't call it one or the other. Well, I, you know, like, I don't know the, according to Hoyle definition, because like, I don't go to comic shops. I don't like, you know, talk like I don't listen to comic podcasts or read comic blogs or anything. Do they that. have comic shops still? Yeah, there's one like right down from here. Well, how do they stay that, in business? It was like the comic shop that was there when I was a kid. It's still there. Huh. Huh. Isn't that crazy? I've been in that shop like once, and must, I was like, "Um, it must have, I'm good. It must have, it must have very low overhead. It must. The guy must own the building or something." <laughs> um. So yeah, there's I. The, I think the thing about the reason I was a little, um, nervous about posting the the comics post is because I don't read the comics that most people read. Like I don't read Spider-Man. I don't read, you know, X-Men or, you know, any, I don't read any of that stuff. Um, and like you touched on earlier and I said it in the post. Um, and I think I've even told you this on the podcast is I don't really like like Superman. I don't like stuff where like the hero is supernatural because I, I just don't care for it. Like, you know, you're, you're Superman and you don't win every single fight. That's dumb. You're Superman. But like, Batman is just the guy in a suit. And so like, I can kind of relate to that. And you know, Iron Man is just a guy in a right. suit. So I was going to say that so, that's why you like yeah. Iron Man because even exactly because he's just a guy and he's, you know, just a, at the end yeah. of the day, he's just a guy who likes to build stuff and he builds exactly. something really fucking cool. The only reason I have to say, you know, going back to Iron Man, the, I like Iron Man a lot. I, I like the idea behind the story. I think it's really well done. My, the only reason I don't read Iron Man is because there's so many different, like, like they'll do like a series where, you know, he, well, they, there's Iron Man and then there's invincible Iron Man. And then there's this Iron Man and that Iron Man. And I'm just like, well, I don't even know where to start. Like, where do I even start to read? I'll just well, screw it. I'll just watch well, the movies. Luckily the comicsology app has a nice uh-huh. little, uh, if you click on the Marvel uh, tab it says new to comics start here and uh it says getting started and then it has i Does guess it have a, a getting started with iron man it was well, getting started with all of marvel i guess because it has uh i guess some of the it has an x-men ver- an x-men volume here that's astonishing x-men that i guess you should read a captain america a hulk a thor an invincible iron man and a new avengers that's apparently like you know ones that you have to read i don't know mm. Okay. Wonderful Wizard of Oz is on here. I don't know. Uh, I, no. I didn't know that was Marvel, but interesting. So, yeah, that's the only reason I haven't gotten into Iron Man. And, and I I very well may because I do like Iron Man and I like I like the character and everything. But um I'll just give a quick I, I'll put a link to the the post I wrote so that people can go read that. Um I'll give a quick rundown of like the big 5 that I read. Um the first one is Usagi Yojimbo. Um Whoa, what did you call me? I called you. No, it's uh, it's called Usagi Yojimbo. Usagi is, is that the rabbit. The, that's the Japanese word for rabbit, and Yojimbo is the Japanese word for a hired bodyguard. And he's a wandering samurai, a ronin, a ronin, and his name is Miyamoto Usagi. So his name is Rabbit Miyamoto. Um, and it sounds like when when I the I. When I started reading this, um, before I started reading it, I had never heard of it. And I was listening to a podcast and the, and a guy on there was talking about, um, 
some comics. Uh, it wasn't a comics podcast, but he was talking about comics and he was saying that if you don't read comics and you want to get into them, you should start by trying out Usagi Yojimbo. And he's like, now before I go any further into this, you have to know that Usagi Yojimbo is a rabbit samurai. And of course I was like, no, (laughs) that's still, that's dumb. You know, but if you go look at some of the artwork that's in this thing, like you you quickly forget that this is a rabbit. Like it's just a character and all, I mean, they're all animals in this thing, but it's not, it, it's not a childish, like, you know, it's not a happy little bunny. It's this dude is a kick-ass samurai. How and, long have you been reading this comic? Um, I've been reading it for a couple of years, but I, I started at the very beginning is because the guy who writes it, Stan Sakai, he started writing this in like 1987 or something. Oh. And so it's taken me a really long time to get, I, I think I'm, I just started book 16 of the trade paperbacks because it would cost too much to get all the individual issues. So I get the trade paperbacks that usually group like six or eight or 10 issues and I'm on book 16 now. Um, cause I, you know, they're, they're not cheap. They're like, you know, 14, 15 bucks a pop. So I don't just like buy them all at one time. That would be kind of crazy. But, um, but it's, so it's taken me a long, I'm, I'm not anywhere near caught up. Um, but it's the only way I can describe it is, you know, it's, it's feudal Japan, but instead of, you know, human characters, it's characters that are human in the way they act and the way they talk to each other, but they're drawn as animals. And anthropomorphic. It's anthropomorphic. Yeah. There you go. It's incredibly well done. Stan Sakai is an excellent writer. He writes it and he draws it himself. Um, and the other cool thing about it is like, he will constantly refer back to old, um, issues and, you know, like battles that these characters have had and relationships that they've had. It's, it's really like, um, it's like a samurai soap opera. Almost like there's so many characters and they come in and out of the story and it, it's just, it's phenomenally well done. Cool. I, so, I just love it. So read, what was the name of that again? Usagi Yojimbo. Usagi. Okay. Please write that down in our notes for our listeners. Cause I will put a link to that in the show notes. All right. And that is uh dark horse comics. Excellent. And I think here's the problem though. There is an issue. The first few years it wasn't Dark Horse. Ooh, so like it if I go Fantas Graphics or something like that. Uh, so, so the first like six or eight trade paperbacks are from a different company. How do you spell Usagi? U S A G I. Of course, like you do. Yep. And I don't know if I can actually check right now if the if Dark Horse has how far back Dark Horse goes. Let me check on that. Entertain the uh, entertain the listeners while I'm checking. Well, guys, uh, I know you're very excited uh, that we're moving right along with this comics <laughs> podcast, and we've already came and uh, discussed Usagi, no, 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 and uh, we still have a few more. So I want you guys to hang in there for for just a few more minutes because uh, there's some really good comics that you need to know about. How was that? And I that was live really good. in a van down by the river. Okay, hold on one second here. No, nothing. Wow, dead air. Wait, they do have it. They do have it. 
It looks like they do have uh, all the way back to book one. Okay. So, yeah, you can get, it looks like you can get all of them on Dark Horse. All right. Well, then so, no problem there, right? Boom, boom. So that is, I, I, it is my, as I said in that post, it's my Desert Island comic. Like, I, it's the one comic that I just have to keep reading. It's, it's that good. I don't even see it on here. Oh, oh, I was, okay, there you go, Usagi. There you go. Yeah, boom. Wow, rabbit. he looks really scary, dude. He's a badass. He's a rabbit. He's a badass, but he's a very, he's a good guy. Wow. Well, he's a good rabbit. Is, um, is he married? No. Well, as far as I've gotten, he's not. Mm. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Life of solitude. That's tough. Yeah. He lives the, he, he definitely lives the life of the samurai. Good for him. All right, moving so, on. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, here's another one Boom. that I highly, highly, highly recommend. It's super, super good. Hit me with it. Saga. Okay. Is that on Dark Horse? Saga is on Comixology. Okay. Let me switch apps. Yep. So let's see here. I'm, I'm gonna pull it up. That's my. That's my app. That's my app switch transition. App switch transition. Saga is written by Brian K. Vaughn, um, who also wrote one of my other favorite comics, Why the Last Man. Clearly, um, like you do, like you do. Oh, he wrote because, some. He wrote some X Men. He wrote some Thor. He's oh, yeah. No, he's, no, no, no. Okay, wait a minute. No, that's just what came up when I searched Saga. My bad. He's an excellent writer. Uh, Saga is written by Brian K. Vaughn. It's uh, the artwork is done by Fiona Staples. Who she's the hell is he? A, is he a ram? Phenomenal. He looks, what? What's his hair? Oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a ram. Yeah. So the the story is uh, the main story is. The guy is this like I don't forget what the what type of alien he is, but he's like this like ram headed alien, and then he's fallen in love with this uh this woman from the opposite side of this like interstellar war it's, uh, and it's Charlize Theron it looks like you think yeah, I think it does look like Charlize Theron, okay, so here's the thing about this comic well, um that baby's definitely sucking on her tit, awesome, yes. You, as soon as you start this comic, uh, you will realize that it is incredibly mature. And by that, I mean, there's sexy times in it. There's naked parts in it. Uh, there's a lot of bad words in it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the pre, even in the preview, she's given birth and his head is underneath her dress. Awesome. Yep. 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 Um, and, and. That is, that's pretty mild. That's mild. Well, yeah, yeah, well, it says, uh, so in the preview it says, just keep pushing, we're so close. She's about to have this baby, I guess his head is underneath her dress looking at where the baby is coming, and it says, uh, seriously, you'll never have sex with me again if I defecate all over you. Yep. Wow, yep. that just happened. And, so, yes. and, and then she says, unless you're secretly into that. And then she says, please don't be into that. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, that's about par for the course for Saga. But the thing about it is, it's super well written. Uh, it's incredibly funny. It's very smart. There's a lot of really cool character, really cool characters in it. Um, like there's the two of them. You meet um his parents, and his mom is like kind of like a crazy warrior. And um, then like they run into this girl who's a ghost, and she's only like. Get, like from the torso up and her guts are hanging out and so wait a minute, wait a minute. they run into her but she's a ghost she's a ghost yeah well they don't literally run into her they well i just say let's be they, clear let's be clear okay 
they meet this girl who's a ghost. Thank you. And she has no like bottom part of her body. Like her guts are hanging out. It's kind of cool. Oh, awesome. And um, does she know? And there's she like realize a, that that's a problem for her. Uh, and she's fine with it because she's a ghost. Okay. Um, but it's told kind of like um from the perspective of the baby. Uh, as like it's told as if like the baby's grown up and she's telling the story of how her parents got together. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. So is is Um, there something special about the baby? We don't really know that yet. Okay. Other than the fact that these two species probably shouldn't be together, but the baby seems fine. So, um, there you go. But yeah, there's bounty hunters and then there's like these soldiers and these like the, there's a Royal family which they we really don't know why yet, but the royal family, they're robots and their faces are TVs. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah, it's really kind of crazy. But like once you get into it, it's really good. The artwork is excellent. The writing is excellent. It's it's super good. And it's the my only problem with Saga is that they're releasing it in six issue batches, and we're between batches. So Hank's on the toilet for me right now. All right, there you go. So, so I gotta wait till like late summer for the for the next batch. There we go, moving right along. But that also means that you there's only twelve issues so far. You can you can get yourself caught up mm. in time for the next batch. And I think on Comicsology, I know they released the first six as like one one download, so you could save a little bit of money by getting them like in six issue blocks. So, um, I believe I, volume I, one is nine ninety nine. There you go. Yeah. So instead of paying like whatever it would be, like twelve bucks, you pay ten bucks. There you go. Save a so little bit. Just try to save a little money on the front end. Yeah. Not too bad. So yes, yeah, Saga. It's excellent. And also by Brian K. Vaughn is Why the Last Man, which is excellent. Basically, here's the premise. That, let's let's see, let's see what you think is that about Dark Horse this. Two. That's also uh, Comicsology. Oh, it's Comicsology. Right, right, yeah. Right. So okay, here you go. You ready for this? Yeah. There's been an event. And all the men, all the males of all the species on the planet are dead. What? Yeah, except for this one guy and his monkey. One guy? One guy. He's the last man. Wow, dude. Yeah. So, does that mean he has, like, a lot of sex? Uh, not yet. Oh, that's. I haven't finished it yet. I'm only, let me see what issue I'm on. Hold on. You're having, you're, you're making me keep going back to the app. Okay, so let's there's see like here. a lot of hot women on the covers. It's an excellent comic. I am I've only gotten through issue five, so he hasn't had a lot of sex yet. Mm. So but um that sucks. Buzzkill. It's it's also Brian Vaughn. It's also excellently written. Um I don't like the artwork as much as Saga. It's a different person doing the artwork, but it's still very good. So cool. All right. It's really good. Um, and then the other one I, I really have to recommend, uh, it's only, this is a dark horse one. It's only a five issue series. After that, it's going to be over. Uh, it's called 47 Ronin and it's this traditional make, Japanese story. They're making this a movie. Are they making it? They've, they've actually made this into a movie a ton of times. Talk, they start talking it about a, it and I'll try to, I'll look it up. Okay. So basically what it is, is, oh God, um, oh God. what Keanu Reeves. Oh, forget that. I'm not watching that. Um, 47 Ronin. Keanu Reeves is set to play Kai. Who's Kai? Is he... I don't know who Kai is. 
Uh, the names are really confusing because uh, they're all in Japanese. Okay. Well, that's, um, that's his character in 47 Ronin. It's coming out December 25th. Oh, it's coming out on Christmas. Oh, that's a great Christmas movie. I won't be seeing that. Okay. Anyway, um, sorry, continue. So the it's a traditional Japanese story. It's actually a true story about this this like feudal lord. He went to the shogun or whatever, and he ended up getting executed for this like trumped up crime that he really didn't do. And so his all of his samurai, his forty seven of his samurai are now Ronin because he's dead, and they go and avenge his death. Where, where do they just? Aside, you know, where do they come up with the name Ronin? Like, I don't know. I don't speak Japanese. But so that's a Japanese word. Yeah. Ronin. Ronin. You ever seen the movie Ronin? No. Excellent. Robert De Niro. Good movie. Is that about um, samurai? No. Oh, okay. Um, it's about a, a heist. Clearly. And car chases. It's really good. Um, so it's a, like I said, it's a five series. It's a five issue series. They've released four so far. I've read those four. They're excellent. Um, I forget the name of the dude that's writing it, but the artwork is all done by Stan Sakai, the guy that does Yusagi Yojimbo. And they are human characters. They're not bunnies or anything. Um, but it's amazingly good. It's only five issues. So it's not like you're out a ton of money, you know, to follow this thing through. It's really, really good. I highly recommend it. And that one's also Dark Horse. Mike Richardson. So, Mike Richardson. Is the writer. Sure. Well, you said you didn't know who the writer was. No. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So, uh, you said you had one more? Um, the, uh, I got a couple more that I'd mentioned. I, you know, I do get some Batman comics, but, I mean, Batman is Batman, so, I mean, But see, that's, whatever. so that's, well, I would feel like, I would think that your argument earlier for Iron Man and the complexity there would also go again you know go with your this You're batman discussion right. i feel like there's a lot of batman comic yes you are a hundred percent right the only batman i read i've got two graphic novels well actually i know one of them's a graphic novel the other one might be like technically a trade paperback but i mean it does i got two books one is dark knight returns which is really excellent and it's it's like batman coming back after like 20 years of you know being Batman. It's like old Batman. It's really good. And then I've got Batman year one, I think is the name of it. And that's like the, um, the dark Knight. Uh, what was the first Christian Bale? Batman, the Be- dark Knight. Batman begins. Batman begins. Yeah. It's like Batman begins. Gotcha. Kind of, sort of. Um, so what? So yeah, I own the only Batman other than those that I read is the new rebooted detective comics with Batman. And I don't even read those that regularly i've got like four or five issues and like i just read it when i run out of other stuff to read right so there's another question for me so your comic reading is that separate from like your other like when you read do you get the same level of enjoyment out of if you're reading comics as you if you're reading game of thrones or if you're reading another book whatever book you're reading on fictional or non-fiction um mm, is it separate I mean, or are you kind of saying like when i read stuff i'm either i'm going to read this comic and then I'm going to, but I'll also be reading this other book at the same time, or are they mutually exclusive? Um, I think for me, in general, I think I get more enjoyment out of reading text. Like um, a novella. Yeah, like a, like a Game of Thrones, like a, an actual book. With the exception of Usagi Yojimbo, I, I could read that forever. But um, 
generally like most of my reading I do before I go to bed, if I'm awake enough to actually pay attention and, and like focus, I'll read a book. If I'm too tired to pay attention closely, I'll read a comic because it's got pictures. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, no, that makes that makes yeah. uh, that makes total sense. It's like, uh, do I really feel like getting into? Because I know, and that's what's been hard with Game of Thrones. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna really gonna ramp it up. I promise over vacation. But it's just like I know if I could pick up that book, I'm gonna want to read 200 pages, and right. I just don't have the energy to read 200 pages. And so I watch an episode of 30 Rock. There you go. Exactly. So or yeah. or I or I read through you know Entertainment Weekly on the iPad. Exactly. Um, you know, just yeah. so I can read two or three articles and then go to sleep. And I, but I know I can't do that with Game of Thrones. And so that's what I mean. It's as someone, and I think that's why I really thought this was a really good discussion, is because we're coming at it from two different uh, points of view. And yeah. it's just been interesting. You know, I downloaded the Dark Horse app and, and I just got Comicsology, and they're both very pretty on the iPad. And that's how I highly recommend viewing this. But it it was really cool to be able to, you know, to pull that comic up and then to be able to do it frame by frame, I thought was another really nice, interesting thing because it allowed me to like, I think you maybe pointed this out, um, yeah. is that just really being able to split those off to focus on what's going on because it is, it's almost like sensory overload when you look at a comic and you've got everything. For me, it really is. Yeah. yeah. So I can't focus for whatever reason. I even like, I've got several graphic novels and this was part of the problem with um, reading from hell is it just there's so much on that page that I just kind of can't focus on it but with the app on the iPad with both of them um, you can focus on one panel at a time and really like even if you're flipping through kind of quick like if it's like like Stan Sakai will do like these action sequences where it's like five or six like horizontal panels on a page and like you're flipping through them pretty quick but I'm still looking at them one at a time and I'm still getting the whole sense of what's going on. And it's just, it's, it's better for me. Like I can actually pay attention to what's happening. Yeah. I like it. It's interesting. So I'm, uh, I'm working my way through it. I'm going to, I'm, you know, right now, like I said, I'm, uh, reading RIPD and just kind of seeing how, what's going on with that storyline and how that obviously a lot has to do, like you were touching on with the writer and, and how they, what they do with the material, because like I enjoy the premise of what mm-hmm. that, you know, of RIPD, which is this, uh, it's a rest in peace department where, uh, you know, uh, law enforcement officers that die are now can be, you know, employed in this police force of, of God to protect, um, again, go back to earth and protect, uh, against demons and other things that are kind of like creeping up. So like you do, like you do. So that's where you were talking about the true grit meets, uh, Right. Meets uh, Men in Black meets because in black. because the Jeff Bridges character is this uh, gunslinger from the old West, and he's partnered up with Ryan Reynolds, who's this new you know new young cop who just died. So I you know why you said I didn't really enjoy the trailer, and I don't really know how the movie's going to be, but I I thought that was a really interesting uh, premise. And so I was like, well, let me check out and see what the comics are. And so far, it's it's pretty interesting. So yeah, um, you know, worth a, worth a read there. And, and it's definitely I like it's just a different kind of medium. And I'm always looking for you know different ways to to view things and and a different thing to look at. And it's something different than getting into if I want to read something um, than just reading a magazine, but getting into a story, but not something that's going to take a long period of time. So you know, I think it goes both ways. You're you're kind of bummed that you pay ninety nine cents and you get. 23 pages but you also yeah. i mean you get something that it's really digestible pretty easy yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, one of the things that I've found is that, you know, like you said, it, it does depend a lot on the writer, <sighs> but the thing that I wasn't really aware of until I started getting more into comics is like, there could be four or five people that are responsible for what's on the page. There's the writer who's, you know, writing what's happening in the dialogue. And then there's the, there can be a, a penciler who's like sketching out what's happening. And then there's a, you know, an inker who's going back and, and inking over that. Then there can be a colorist who's applying the color. And then there's a letterer who's writing out in the, you know, in the bubbles, what people are saying, like, it's kind of ridiculous how many people get their hands on this. And, so when something comes out and it's really, really good, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it, it's almost like a story by committee. And so for one to be really, really good is, I don't know, kind of almost rare, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so I think, I think the best way you can do that, like you said, is the nice thing about Dark Horse is that you can download a bunch of free previews. Yes. And and not just say, oh, well, I like Iron Man, so I will like, you know, Iron Man comics, but you can actually, or I like Hellboy, but you can actually go and get some previews and see if you mm -hmm. actually enjoy the story, the, the writing, um, and actually enjoy the comic version of it, as opposed to what you may know as a, in a movie or just in your history of, of, you know, TV shows in the past. So, exactly. uh, I would recommend doing that like I did, especially if an iPad, it's very pretty. Um, especially if you probably have a retina iPad, which I do not, I'm sure it's even prettier I either, but, uh, I have heard, I don't know about the dark horse app, but I've heard people who have comiXology on a retina iPad and they say it's absolutely gorgeous. I bet it is spare no expense. Yeah. So cool. Well, that was, uh, that was very interesting. Anything else? Any closing remarks on, on, on comic, on the comics, on the comic um, world of Nicholas Ford? The the only thing I would say is if you are at all interested, and I think I already said this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate, if you're at all interested in comics or think you might be or you know, just curious, download those two apps, get some free stuff, and just check it out. And you never never know. You might find something you absolutely love. Yeah, and that's all it really takes is, you know, find a story that you that you really like and you follow that story. Yeah. Um and that's and that's really where you look at you know, a lot of TV shows that we watch, Breaking Bad, Justified. I mean, a lot of these shows are just, they're comics, you know, brought to life or yeah. life on TV, as it were. So there you go. You enjoy the characters. You, you you really start to identify with them or not, or just really just, you know, want to know what happens to them week to week. It's the same with, uh, with the comic book. And, you know, you got, I think that's where we're really seeing now that now that we have technology that can kind of uh, duplicate some of these uh, storylines in comic books that you've got years and years and years of source material for oh, all yeah. these shows like Avengers, like X-Men, like Walking Dead, uh, all a lot of these shows that are now being popular and have built, you know, years and years of story already there that they just got to pull from and they've already got tons, tons of tons of source material. Exactly. Yeah. So you never know. So, yeah. You may, you may, be watching, you may be watching something now that used to be a comic book. It's it's fairly likely there are a lot of shows and movies that like you go see and you're like, oh, I had no idea this was a comic. It's really good. Like from hell, I had no idea that was a comic when I saw it the first time. There you so, go. Learn something new every podcast. Learn something new every podcast. And speaking of podcasts. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
Um, unless you have anything else, we'll uh, we'll head into our, our last segment. Okay. What's our last segment? I have no okay, idea. So, as you said, um, we're going on a bit of a hiatus. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, we're ending part one of... Ending part one, heading into part 1.5. I don't know. Um, and uh, I thought we'd uh, recommend a few podcasts that we listen to oh, right, to help right, right, right. Yeah. bridge the gap. Sure, go ahead. For people. So, I've got um, three... I, I listen. God, I don't even. I'm gonna look up right now how many podcasts I listen to because it's ridiculous. Okay, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. You're funny. So, um, I'm I'm pulling up the app. Uh, I listen to mine on. I think I've said before. I listen to mine on Downcast. Yeah, I think you do. So let's see here. All right, while you're tabulating that, I'll um. So the big ones that I that I would listen to that I say you can listen to. Uh, nineteen. You listen to nineteen. Wow. So nineteen. Right, you're allowed to. You're allowed to give three. Okay. All right, then you're just you're just cutting. Well, one of them is ours, so uh, okay. Well, now you, one of what? So one of one of the nineteen. One of the nineteen is this one. Okay. Well, you still you're allowed to give three, not counting ours. Okay. Okay. Um, I can't recommend ours. No, you can't. <laughs> Go back and re- I know you're to too ours. close. You're too close. Um, okay. Obviously, I know we talked about it. It had a big, uh, a lot to do with our the name of our podcast, but the the BS report with Bill Simmons, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy very much. So just a, a take on sports. Um, and what's going on in the world, too. Uh, he had a really nice uh, podcast talking about the Boston bombings. And obviously, as he's from Boston, and uh, talking about NBA playoffs, talks about a lot of things. Actually, I think the last podcast talked about Game of Thrones. Uh, I haven't listened to the end of it because I haven't started watching the season. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously, not. it won't spoil much at this point since I've you know read through most of Storm of Swords. But anyway, I didn't want to didn't want to have anything ruined there. So, yeah. but I recommend B- BS Report. The other uh, two I would recommend are offshoots of that, um, just because I, th- I think they're really good, but kind of different. And so, Bill Simmons has his own network called the Grantland uh, Sports uh-huh. Network. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but it's kind of like his hub of sports and pop culture. And so they've actually split off into two podcasts. So there's a Grantland sports podcast that has different people that do their own, pretty much their own podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is uh, Jalen Rose, which is, he's really hilarious. Uh, he was a, speaking of nice tie into the beginning, he was a basketball player for the Michigan Wolverines. Yay. And uh, now he's in broadcast. You know I love Michigan. Yeah, played for played pro, and uh, now he's a broadcaster. But he has a r- really uh, good uh, podcast on his own, the Jalen Rose Report. So I'd recommend that. And then um, under pop culture, there's uh, a couple of good pop podcasts there that pop up from time to time. Not all of them I love, but there's some on television, some on all different aspects of uh, what's going on, not just sports. So. Uh, a nice thing if you just want something different, a little uh, a little culture, and not all sports. So there you go. Awesome. So what are the what are your cool, main man. three? All right, I picked three. Okay, give me the, give me three. Pick three. I did not pick the uh, incredibly nerdy ones I listened to. Thank you. Believe it or not, because this podcast wasn't nerdy enough. With, this was not with nerdy that thirty enough. minute discussion on comics. My wife is constantly amazed that I listen every week to an hour long podcast on pens. Oh my gosh, that's not in this list. Wow. So. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of a that's kind of a small audience. It's <laughs> <laughs> a niche. Podcast. It's a niche uh podcast. Okay, so I got 3 that are really really good. Okay, number 1 is 99% Invisible. Have you ever heard this heard of this podcast? No. It's amazingly good. It's like stories about design and architecture and stuff like that. 
and it the premise being that uh good design is 99% invisible to most people um so it talks about you know like i think there was there was an episode about how uh like a certain park in new york was designed by this guy and, and it's just it's and it sounds kind of dry on the surface but when you listen to one it's it's really really well done um they had one that came out today or yesterday about a composer in the Soviet Union in the 1920s that used like police sirens and and streetcars and stuff like that to make this symphony it was it's really cool so i'll give you a couple of real so, some yeah. interesting recent episodes um he did one on slot machines that was really really good by the way it's done by uh, this guy Roman Mars who I think he's a designer or an architect. I'm not sure, but he does an excellent job. He's got a great voice. And then they did one. This was really, you know, this would be right up your alley on the origins of the shot clock in basketball. Oh, like that's why they did it and how they figured out what, how much time to put on it. That's pretty cool. It was really interesting and how, how much it changed the game. Cause I mean, obviously it changed the game hugely. So 99% invisible, excellent podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, next, next, this one is relatively new. It's super hilarious. It's, by the way, in conversation with Jeff Garland. You know who Jeff Garland is, right? The actor, comedian. He's on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and he's he's been in some of the Pixar movies. You'd know him if you saw him. Okay. Uh, funny, funny guy. Um, and basically, all it is is he sits down with people at uh, Largo in Los Angeles. He sits down with famous friends of his, and they just talk for like an hour and a half. And they're absolutely hilarious. Um, three that I would definitely recommend you check out. He just did Zach Galifianakis, which was hilarious. It was so funny. Um, because none of it's scripted. So they're just talking. It's just really funny. He did, uh, JJ Abrams. Okay. What's the name of this again? It's called by the way in conversation with Jeff Garland. Okay. It's on the earwolf network, I believe. Um, Did you say airwolf? Earwolf. Because that, that would be awesome if there was an yeah, airwolf network. No, there's there are no helicopters. <laughs> okay. Um, so he did J.J. Abrams, which was really cool um, because J.J. Uh, Abrams was talking about, like, you know, how, they, how he makes decisions about, you know, which projects to back and all this. It's really cool. Um, and then he did one with Mitch Hurwitz, the creator of Arrested Development. Um, and that was hilarious. Um and he talked about, you know, a little bit about the new season and like how they decided how to do things and stuff. Super funny. It's a really good podcast. I think they've done eight or nine episodes so far. And um, it's it's really good. So we'll put a link for that one. And then my last one, this one's a little weird, but it's easily, without a doubt, literally the funniest hour I spend every week. Okay, this podcast is called My Brother, My Brother and Me. It's three brothers, and they basically um, give out advice over the internet. So people will like send them questions, and they'll give out advice. And of course, it's like completely, you know, t- terrible advice, and and they they don't take it very seriously. And, but these guys are absolutely hilarious. So they, who like, doesn't? So the p- person that needs the advice isn't taking it seriously, or the people they are giving the advice aren't taking it seriously. The people who are giving the advice, the three brothers. But the funniest part of the whole thing is they will take questions off of Yahoo Answers, uh-huh. and they will answer those. 
it's it's it sounds kind of dumb but it well it is dumb but it's absolutely hilarious these are like the three funniest guys i've ever heard ever so how Um, did you find these guys uh i think it was in like downcasts like tops however many podcasts and it just looked interesting so i started listening how often do they record once a week okay i think it comes out on mondays these guys are hilarious. Let me give you, I can't really like describe an episode for you because they, over the course of that hour, they'll talk about like 50 different things, but let me give you a couple of three of the topics of some of the recent ones. Uh, okay. So these are just, these are just the titles. Uh, they did an episode entitled Daniel day nut chuckles. Oh. They did an episode called the legend of corn cob boy, which was an excellent episode, I have to say. And their latest episode is called Orb is Horse. So these guys, I, I would just, just go get, it doesn't matter which episode. It's not really, you know, a linear show. It's just a, like a, you know, funny show. Go get any episode of this podcast and listen to it. It's, it's hilarious. It's labeled explicit, Nicholas. Oh, it's incredibly explicit. It's oh, very explicit. I don't know. There's a, I believe at one point they talked about, well, I'll just let you listen to it. It's really, it's really right. explosive. I downloaded but the most recent one. Is that Orbis Horse? Um, There's also... Yes, Orbis Horse. Is that good? Yes, it's very good. It's incredibly funny. It's the only podcast I listen to where I literally laugh out loud in my office listening to it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the judge of that. It's hilarious. There's also, I'll put a link in the show notes. 52 megs? You're kidding me. People, how do you, please compress this file. Oh, it's high quality. Wow. Um, it's like an hour and a half, isn't it? Um, I don't know. There's also, they have a YouTube sampler. It's 57 minutes, uh, two seconds. There you a go. Mega, it's high quality. A megabyte a minute? Yeah, man. Oh, uh, spare no expense. I'm, I'm going to push ours to two megs a minute. <laughs> um... But, There's a sampler on YouTube of a bunch of stuff that they like little bits of it. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes too. Very funny. All hilariously right, funny. Right, I'm going to listen to some in, in the car tomorrow morning as I drive to yeah. work. Yeah. It's good stuff. Cool, man. So yeah, we're taking uh, a little bit of a break and, uh, but that's okay because that just means you will be uh, thirsty for more. Thirsty. When we come back, maybe we'll talk a little binge TV, summer binge watching and, uh, Maybe, uh, oh, definitely we'll go over um, your thoughts on Iron Man and uh, Star Trek, because hopefully both of us will watch Star Trek by then. Yes. So uh, until then, um, you know, as always, follow us on Twitter. In in the absence of any recordable show, we will still be very active in the Twitterverse. Uh, take any questions and comments you have uh, on this and yes. any previous episode. Send us questions. I'm, I'm, he- like I'm hearing that uh, there may be a wiki page coming soon. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're trying to get that done. That would be excellent. That would be excellent. <laughs> uh, just to see the random facts that kind of I want to see like you know kind of on the IMDb where it just they just kind of like random trivia about it. That that wiki page would be pretty funny. Just to it's yeah. As far as I'm concerned, the more random the better. There we go. So looking forward to that, and uh, yeah, looking forward to some time off, and uh, we'll we'll come back uh, stronger than ever, right? Yes. Bigger, stronger, faster. All right, guys. Well, you know, until we until we talk again, I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna and I'm gonna miss talking to you, Nicholas. But uh, I'm gonna miss you. But it's okay because uh, you know we'll be together soon. Yes. Until then, stay frosty, guys. 